turn to the book of Acts, chapter 7, verse 44. Our fathers had the tabernacle of the witness in the wilderness as they had appointed speaking unto Moses that he should make it according to the fashion that he had seen. Which also our fathers that came after brought in with Jesus into the possession of the Gentiles whom God drove out before the face of our fathers into the days of David. Who found favor before God and desired to find a tabernacle for the God of Jacob. But Solomon built him and a house. How bait the most high dwelleth not in temple. In temples made with hands, as saith the prophet, heaven is my throne, and earth is my footstool. What house will you build me, says the Lord, or what is the place of my rest? Has not my hands made all these things? Amen. Let us also turn to first, uh, second Peter. To be correct, you know, for now, uh, many services, uh, maybe like a whole month we've been sharing you are the temple. Amen. Amen. So the Holy Spirit has continued to amplify it. Amen. Amen. And we are happy about that. Amen. For he is uh, the builder. He is the one, he is the architect of uh, the this building, of the work of, of the kingdom of God. So this one, First, second Peter, first chapter says, Simon Peter, servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Our, uh, of and and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and goodness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these he might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For, for if the things be in you, and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old, old sins. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated.
You are the temple of the living God. Now these scriptures that you we have read. Uh, you old believers you know. That these are, are the key scriptures. For the message the stature of the perfect man. Amen. Amen. So, and uh, that is how that we are built into the temple, the spiritual temple. Praise God. Uh, those are the living stones that build the spiritual building that God dwells in. The temple of God is the church, is the bride. And as God builds the, uh, the church, the body of Jesus Christ, that is the way he builds an individual. The bride is an individual also. And the bride is the the entire body. So the way he builds the entire structure is the way he builds the particular, the, 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 the unit, the, the smallest unit, the individual unit. And the individual unit of this structure is the individual and then the entire structure is the bride of Jesus Christ. Now this bride of Jesus Christ started on the day of Pentecost and God has been building her from Ephesus to Laodicea. And that is from faith, virtue, on up, knowledge, up to brother love. And this is the age of brother love. Laodicea. And then when Laodicea age is completed then comes the headstone. And the headstone is Jesus Christ. Now, uh, he first comes in the fullness of the word. Praise God. And the fullness of the word, it caps all the work that he has been building from Ephesus. From Ephesus. Amen. Amen. And all those messengers through the ages, each one coming with a portion, and another one adds, and another one adds, and another one adds, and then in our age, Amen. Amen. The pyramid. Because these virtues, they form a complete pyramid. The seven virtues. Then, 
The pyramid is capped. Praise God. By the seven thunders. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, that is that is a statement of Brother Branham. I know in the message people fear to mention the word thunders. But I don't. I believe in seven thunders. And I have always been a believer of the seven thunders. I've never joined the, the, the camp. It is not about the camp. But it's about the word. I don't have to join the Holy Ghost camp. Or the revival camp. But I need a revival in my soul. I don't have to join no camp. But I want what the words, I want the fullness of the word. So we are believers of seven thunders. But we are not camp people. Praise be the name of the Lord. Because the thunder is a voice of God. And it never th they never th uh, those thunders never thundered for no reason. Praise God. Amen. And we see in Revelation 10 that when the mighty angel came down, then the seven thunders uttered their voices. And then the prophet said, What? What did they say? We don't know, but we need to know. For they never uh, thundered for no reason. We need to know. And then when he was asked. Amen. The seven thunders in Revelation 10. Uh, are they. Uh, you know. Let me, let, me, let me get that quote properly. Praise God. You know, when I, many times when I stand here, uh, I don't want uh, to just be strict to my notes. I, I want always to be free. To be, to, be, to be led by the Holy Spirit. Where he wants me to go, I go. Yeah, that is the score. Have the seven thunders which equal seven mysteries already been revealed? Where they revealed in the seven seals? But are yet, but are yet not known to us as the thunders yet? He said, No. They were revealed in the seven seals. That's what the thunders was about. The seven thunders that had uttered their voices. And no one could make out what it was. John knew what it was. But he was forbidden to write it. He said, but it, 
the seventh angel in the days of his sounding the seven mysteries of the seven thunders would be revealed. And the seventh angel is the messenger of the seventh church age. He ends there. In other words, the seventh angel was his ministry. So if it is not revealed by him, then it is not revealed. So what John saw and he was forbidden to write, what Daniel saw and was forbidden to write, it was to be revealed by the seventh angel. Praise God. Amen. He adds and said, Now this messenger of Malachi 4 and Revelation 10 7 is going to do two things. One, according to Malachi 4, he will turn the hearts of the children to the fathers. Two, he will reveal the mysteries of the seven. Thunders in Revelation 10. In the course of the week, I was asked a question. Some people say the message of Brother Branham uh, down to 63, they are not relevant for the bride. Because the bride's message comes after 1963. When the seven seals are revealed. Then others are saying, All is for the bride. So now, what is it? And truly there are those two Schools of thought. But that is even too strange to begin with. Now, the message is divided into those two sections. Brother Branham, Brother Branham, uh, when he, okay, let me say, let me, let me, let me, let me put it like this. Can't you take a point? Uh, in the message says this the time. He gives the dream of Junior Jackson. And in that dream, Junior Jackson saw a pyramid mountain. And the believers of the message around that time were around it. And Brother Branham was uh, reading for them the writings that are on the pyramid. Amen. And he said those had been revealed by the weather throughout the ages. Rain, what, winds, what, weather. It had revealed those words on the, to on the mountain. They were open, they were clear, they were on top. So he was revealing with them. He was reading with them. And then after reading that, then came a, a, bar, a, a nylon bar and falling from heaven and he held it and he hit that mountain and as he hit it the 
top went off. And then it revealed a pearly white stone. And he said, no sun had ever shone upon that. No word was there. No sun had ever shone upon that stone. It was just plain. Then he said, put your attention on this. I am going west to get the revelation about this, the unwritten word. Amen. Amen. So, no, Rachel. that answers that question. Some people think that God stopped working until Brother Branham came. From Paul, they think God stopped working. It is not true. Throughout the seven church ages, God was working. And God was unfolding. He was unfolding himself. And God is the word. So when we talk about unfolding himself, it means revealing himself. And being he's the word, he is revealing the word. Praise God. So God was revealing himself throughout the ages. And every messenger would come with a message with a person of God that he has revealed himself to that age. So the words on the mountain that were clearly visibly seen being cleared by the weather throughout the ages, that is what the reformers had been coming with. From God. So, when you say the word for the bride is only from 1965, I mean 63, you are saying it wrong. Amen. Amen. You are saying it wrong. The words on top of the mountain that has come with the reformers, they are all for the bride. Praise God. They are all for the bride. It is the revelation of God that he has come bringing by the reformers. But because they were not Perfect. A reformer. Amen. Amen. Is a, amen. They were not prophets. And the word of God comes to the prophet. But they were messengers of God. But because the vessel is a, not as perfect as a prophet would be. He will see something, but it, his vision is not perfect. He, he will see it with a kind of like seeing through a mist. If you're seeing someone in a glass or a, on a mist, you can say, it's a man. But uh, 
Seeing him physically, clearly, you can describe him more. Because there is a man, and he has curly hair. He has curly hair. You can describe him better. So, Martin Luther, Martin Luther will see a man and he say it's a man. He's called justification. Amen. But the way he describes him will not be as clearly as the prophet will describe him. So because now this is a prophet, a prophet is an eye of God. He can describe justification and he takes it deeper and he brings it more perfectly than Martin Luther. And tie the loose ends. And that is what he had to do for all the truth. When Brother Brown came with the message, uh, already uh, teachings like uh, the Godhead had been probed unto baptism in Jesus' name. But not even more, not perfectly. Even the Godhead that the Pentecostal oneness told was not perfect. It was lacking. Even baptism in Jesus' name. They say, I baptize you in the name of Jesus. Put in the water. Only in the name of Jesus Christ. But he said it has to be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if you say in the name of Jesus, Jesus is his earthly name. And there are many uh, human beings called Jesus. He said, I have a number of friends called Jesus. Which is okay. But when it is the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ. Christ means the anointed Messiah. Amen. Christ, Christ is that anointed form. The pill of fire. The one who made whom Moses made in the burning bush. Amen. The logos. logos. Amen. The one Paul met on the way to Damascus. That is Christ. The anointed one. So that's what makes him the, 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 the living God. So he said it has to be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Praise be the name of the Lord. But the other one had already brought it out and lined all the scriptures in the book of Acts how baptism must be in the name of Jesus Christ and not Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But it was lacking here and there. So it needed to be tied the loose ends. And then after that, after tying the loose ends, and then, amen, that's when now the pyramid mount is ripped the tip. And inside, there was that stone, no light ever shone on it. The seals are going to be revealed. And then he said he was going to come with the revelation of that unwritten word. Praise God. It was unwritten word and it was going to be given him by the angels who hold those seven mysteries and the voices of those seven angels speaking to him directly this is that and then another one gives him his mystery this is that another this is that another this is that it's not written he could not read it anywhere although it is not an addition to the bible but it is a revelation of what is hidden in the bible so those voices that are coming to him. Those are the seven thunder voices. And they are revealing the seven seals. And the seven seals reveal the entire Bible. Every mystery of the Bible. So what what is the bride's message? The bride's message is all the message of the message of the age. There is nothing like from this age. This is for Pentecostals. Then from this age, this is for us. That's wrong. Because if, if Wesley comes and says, my message for my group, for the bride of my age, is sanctification. Period. And then, the other one who is of Luther, justification is of Luther. But mine is sanctification. Only that will be wrong. It was justification. And then he had the stone for his age. Sanctification. So his message was justification, sanctification. Luther had only justification because that's what had unfolded for his age. But now, Wesley had a double portion. Justification and then his, the stone that came 
particularly for his age, sanctification. Then Pentecostals, when they came with the person of the Holy Spirit, they came with his justification, sanctification, that's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. What about in our age? A seven course meal. It is a seven course meal. Praise God. From the, the entire revelation. You cannot just have a, the capstone just, just floating. You you don't, have a, a you don't have a head floating without the body. Praise be the name of the Lord. It has to have the body. It has to have the structure on which it sits. So, our message is the complete Revelation of Jesus Christ. What came through the reformers perfected by time loose ends is all Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's all Jesus. Yes, we are and it is all and all Jesus yes, we are is for his bride. Praise God. My wife has a whole of me. Not just a portion of me. Amen. Amen. So you cannot say I have only his ears and not his nose. So the bride of Jesus Christ has entire the whole of him. Praise God. From Paul to our age. All of him. The complete revelation of Jesus Christ. What came in the ages. And then what came in our age. Praise be the name of the Lord. Amen. Uh, Amen. Praise be the name of the Lord. Okay, I was looking for a quote. Let me not just stay there very much. But I was, uh, I wanted to add that quote where he said that then the pyramid is being capped by the seven thunders. And what is it? What is the seven thunders? The revelations that came, that were revealed in the seven seals, which is uh, the voice, the seven voices of God, amen, revealing the entire uh, mystery of God. Praise be the name of the Lord. Now, when that uh, happens, amen, it first happens in the form of the revelation of all the coming of the word then before the manifestation of it. So many people just read what the seven thunders will do. They will gather the bride. 
They will show her how to prepare for the rapturing, for the translation. Uh, the seven thunders will give her the power of the spoken word. And then they say, where, where is it? So if there is no power of the spoken word, they say, no, they, they, they will be revealed. And when they are revealed, then the power of the spoken word will be here. Now, uh, I believe that the word comes first. And then the word will be made flesh. It is like the seventh, uh, the, 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 the third pool. The third pool is not just coming, it is here. When you read the message, you'll find the, uh, the, the third pool. In one place he said it was the coming of the word. Then in another place he said it was the revival feeling of the seven seals that that was the third pool. But also, we see the third pool was the manifestation of the spoken word of the spoken word speaking into existence. Stopping controlling nature by speaking the word. Speaking creation. Squirrels. And he said the third pool is fully identified. It is here. But you not see it in its fullness until the World Council of Churches will put a boycott on the bride. Now, in that aspect, the third pool would mean the manifestation of the word of God in power. Amen. But again, the other one, he said it is the revealing of the word. Now, it, what is the, the manifestation comes from the revelation. The word first comes and as the word is made flesh, that is the manifestation. Blessed be the name of Lord. Praise God. When Jesus was 12 years, what was that? That was the word. That was the word in flesh. When he went to the temple and he confounded the, the, the learned scribes and and those religious leaders, the scholars of that day, and they wondered, who is this boy? Whose son is he? Where did he get this wisdom? At 12. What was that? No Bible school. No, nothing like that. But his wisdom was challenging the scholars of that day. Amen. They could not answer his questions. He was the word. 
Amen. Amen. Even when he was one year, he was the one. Even 12, he was the one. Even 20, he was the one. But there was no manifestation. Although the Quran, here it says that when he was young, like children play with like children play, he would mold a bird from the dust Isa, and he would blow air in it and it would fly. The Bible does not say that. We don't believe that. And if they believe that he could do that, all that he, would, he used to do that, then why can't they believe that he's God? Eh? That should make them know and believe that he was God. But what we know according to the Bible, there was nothing like that. But he was the word. Amen. Amen. But that word was manifest because he had to grow in stature. He had to grow in wisdom and at a full stature. The word was manifest. It walked on the water. It turned water into wine. It raised the dead. It cleansed the lepers. It opened blind eyes. Praise God. So if you said the word is here with us and he's 12, he is 15, you'd be right. But that word was not raising the dead was not making the creepers walk but it was there the word praise God was growing the vessel was growing in the word the word praise God so also when we talk about the sevens uh, the seven thunders, or when we talk about the third pool, as the word, that's what it is. But also when we talk about the seven thunders, or the third pool, as the manifestation, that's what it means. The seven thunders are revealed. They have already uttered their voices. They are with us. The third pool is the revealing of the seven seals. Is the revelation of Jesus Christ. The fullness of the word. And it is all here. It is with us. Praise God. But the manifestation is at the age of 30. Praise God. So, so does that mean, I'm not saying that there is an age when it will have to happen to happen that it cannot happen now. That's not what I'm saying. Because 
Uh, Brother Branham Brother said Yagamba, in the message second handed robe that when Elisha received Elijah's robe, he could not fit into that robe. And God was not going to alter that robe. But it was Elisha to deal with his size, not with a robe, to deal with his size, to fit into the robe. Amen. Amen. And now, when he fits into the road, then the fullness of the double portion was going to work. Before he fit into the robe, did the anointing of Elijah operate on him? Yes. Even the day he picked the robe, when he came back, he found Jordan and close back. And he said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? He's married and it's parted. Praise God. The power was on him. But we are talking about the fullness. The fullness was to happen when he fits in the rope. And God was not going to alter the rope. It was not going to be taken to a tailor for it to be altered. No, it is the man's size that had to be dealt with to fit into the robe. Praise God. And now Brother Bram said it took him 10 years. 10 years. 10 years of training. 10 years of exercise. 10 years to alter his size to fit into the robe. Amen. Amen. And then finally, he could fit in the robe. And when he fit the robe, when he fit into the robe, oh, oh, the fullness of the double portion was now in operation. Meaning, we also, the bride, the robe is here. Elijah's robe is here. The double portion is here. Here. The thunders are here. The, the third pool is here. Praise God. And we have the rope. Nothing new coming. Everything is here. But what? needs to be done, what is remaining, what is lacking, is the bride to work on her size. Praise God. You must work on your size, sister. You must work on your size, brother. You must die to the flesh. To fit, to fit into this robe. Praise God. God is not going to alter his word to fit you. Praise God. 
not going to alter it. But it is you to die. It is you to alter. If you don't alter, if you don't die, you won't fit therein. And if you don't fit therein, he's not going to put his power. He's not going to put the power of Elijah on a non-converted Elijah. Oh, blessed be the name of Lord. Recently, I sat with a couple. If they are here, they will excuse me. But I'm, not, I'm, going, to, I'm, going, I'm going to cover you. Nobody will know about you. I'm just trying to bring out my point. And one was saying, You see, he, he does this. He switched me this way. He does this. And he behaves this way. And this way. And this way. And the, then the one who was choosing the other, this, he does, doesn't do this. And then, when I asked the other one, why not? Then brings all the, the negatives around that. As if, how can I do it? When he is like this. When he treats me like this. Then, I read a scripture that says, overcome evil by good. Don't be overcome by evil. It says, don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil by good. So, so that is, I went, I gave the, the example that I'm going to give. So, I told them, when someone does to you bad, when he mistreats you, amen, amen, that is a test now. A test has come to you. It's a flood of evil. Flood from hell has come. And God has allowed it as a test. Flood has come. It is either, you're either going to overcome it or it's going to overcome it. Praise God. Now, when it comes, naturally, a natural man, a fallen man, will answer evil by evil. That is a natural man. You abuse me, I abuse you. You kick me, I kick you. Then you are overcome. You see, when you are here, you look a good brother, good sister. Before you are provoked, but when you are provoked, then evil. 
Amen. Amen. Evil has come for you now. To conquer you. You conquered when that flood comes. And the Bible tells us overcome evil by good. You can overcome evil. How do you overcome evil? By good response. So, him being bad your wife being bad does not permit you to be bad. Your husband being bad to you being unkind being, being mean to you does not give you permission in any way to behave unseemingly. When you do, you have been overcome. Evil has overcome you. Hell has overcome you. But the Bible tells us to overcome evil. And how we overcome evil, we respond by good. Then I gave them an example. Brother Branham, Brother Branham is going to be tried now. It's going to be tested by evil. Now, this is the size of Elijah. The original owner of the robe. This is his size. A man called Dr. Best. Being a Baptist. They don't believe God still manifests himself supernaturally. They believe all we need today is the right teaching. The biblical doctrine. And when we believe the word that is all we don't need to speak in tongues. We don't need to heal the sick. We don't need to, to, be, to have visitation of angels. We don't need prophecies. We don't need those gifts of the Holy Spirit. Those things were there, yes. But they ended with the twelve. So, here is a ministry risen in America with a man who claims that an angel met him. An angel. What a claim. An angel met him in a cave. A real human being. Like a real being. And he spoke to him. And he had a conference with him. He asked him this. He answered him that. He asked him this. He answered him that. He gave him a commission. And he described how everything will be. As Prophet Moses was given two signs. 
You are also given two signs. You're going to take the gift of divine healing to the world. No sickness will withstand your prayer. Not even cancer. You will pray for potents, for kings. And then he goes out with a gift. And it starts operating exactly as described by the angel. And it is shaking the world. And it is gathering multitudes. Tens and tens of thousands. Everywhere he goes. People flow the place from everywhere. That's a little advertisement that he will be there. That's a little notion. People pouring from everywhere. And they're all in great expectation. And after that, great testimonies. The dead are raised. The blind see. The people's walk. That was a, a big challenge to the doctrine of the Baptist. It was shaking it from the very foundation. And they were not happy about that. And now Dr. Best, Best he plans a debate. And in this debate, he must challenge. He must challenge this ministry. And show to the world. That it is nothing but fraud. So. He hires a big auditorium. He makes advertisements. On radio, television, newspapers. For people to come. And here is a, here is a, a showdown. A match for the, for the, for the fraud. That is taking on the world. Dr. Best, Dr. Best is going to challenge William Branham, William Branham to show there is nothing to these claims. And he prepares a cameraman, cameraman who was a journalist. And he tells him what he's going to do. He said, while I'm with him there on the stage, I'll put my finger on his nose. Say you are nothing but a liar. Make sure you take that picture. I'll hold him by the collar. 
and take all those pictures. Put them in the paper to show he has been look at someone who has such a an evil heart about you. Wrong intention to embarrass you and to put you down. And when Brother Branham saw it, because the Lord showed him, he said, it's better I don't go there. And then, but the advertisements were on and the preparation. And then, when F. F. Bosworth saw it, F. F. Bosworth, we are he came and he was the manager, campaigning manager, brother Branham. He came and told him, We cannot, we cannot allow this challenge to, to defeat us. We cannot avoid it. It's a good challenge. The scripture is clear. The Bible, the Bible supports this ministry from Genesis to Revelation. We can prove by scripture that this is the promise for our day. Let us take on the challenge. Brother Bram said, Brother Bram God never called me to fast. God must defend himself. I must not defend him. But now he really, he really pleaded. And finally, he said, Now, allow me to represent you. He said, Fine. But promise, you will not fast. You will remain gentle. Okay, they agreed. And then the debate. The door of the departure was came, and many people were filled, filled the auditorium from everywhere, from every denomination that they were there. It was like a, a, a football match all. A great boxing champions that are about to start the, the fight and to see who will win. Now scriptural war. And that it went on. Dr. Best, Dr. Best he did everything the way he had planned it. Planned so arrogant so rude Everything. The way I'd planned. So mean. But, but uh, Dr. I mean, uh, F. F. Bosworth. He remained composed. And he had, he was, ve he was a very good student. student Of the scriptures. On the power of God. 
He proved how Jesus Christ is still the way he was 2,000 years ago. Today, how he has never changed. He only changes the, the body. But he's the same. Yes, the death there And how he promises church that the works he did, he will do also. He proved by so many scriptures. Finally, he asked. How many Baptists are here that have been healed in the meetings of William Branham? Over 400 Baptists alone, Baptists alone, they stood up. He said, you see, those are members of your church. They believe your doctrine. But regardless, God has touched them and they can testify that this ministry is effective. So now, even in the debate itself, the Baptist looked defeated. Even the scripture, whoa. At the end of it all, somewhere when the debate was going on, Brother Branham came in quietly and he stood behind. But both was because he was on the pulpit. He saw him. So when they were closing the debate, he said, now, as we conclude everything, it is very fortunate uh, that even Brother Branham, Brother Branham is in the building. I will ask him to come and say what and conclude. Brother Branham held his Bible. He came on the pulpit. Please, media, prepare to reflect for me that picture. Because I'm going to call it to... to, to, to to testimony. And as he came there, you know how humble he was. Small and frail. And uh, he said, Before I say anything, I want to speak to my brother, Dr. Best. But I respect him and I regard him as servant of Jesus Christ. He's a real man of God. He has served God for so many years. And whatever he has said and done, he did not intend to hurt God, nor to hurt me. But one thing he has failed to see realize that I'm also a servant of the same God that he loves and serves. You see, he's not a devil. He's not wicked. He's not a serpent seed, but he's a servant of God. Like me. 
He loves Jesus. And his motive is good and right. But he has failed to know that I also am a servant of God like he is. Overcome evil by 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 good That brought a holy hash on the, on the audience. And there was a silence. And it made best quiet and humble. He looked beaten. And then Brother Branham said, Now Lord God, I have stood for your word. Won't you stand for me one more time? And when he said that word, the pillar of fire, the angel of the Lord, he was there to speak for himself. He stood above the congregation. And people, the whole congregation was magnetized with the power of God. And some people fell down and others screamed. And that pillar of fire moved, came and stood above him. Amen. Amina. And Jana, the journalist. Amen. Amina. He took that picture. When he came to develop his film, all the pictures he took that day were blank. But there was only one picture that came out. That is the one of the pillar of fire. The one of the angel of the Lord. That one there. God keeps his word. This one. God keeps his word. Hallelujah. Amen. He's the same yesterday, forever. Praise God. The God of Elijah can speak for himself. You don't have to fight for God. Our God fights for us. And he fights. Amen. He fights for those who can fight for themselves. Overcome evil. So when you're provoked by your husband, when you're provoked by your husband, overcome evil by good. When you're mistreated by your wife, overcome evil by good. That is the size of Elijah.
not in the size of Elijah. And Elijah, you must fit in that robe. You must put on that robe. You must fit in the robe before the double person can work on you. So the seven thunders, they are revealed, they are here. The third pool is here. Praise God. The seven thunders, the third pool, caps the pyramid. Is what caps the pyramid is the message of Jesus Christ. Is the message of the bride. Praise God. That is the message of the bride. After tying the loose ends of all that has come through the ages. Then comes the mighty angel with an open book from glory. Praise God. Revelation 10, 17. And I saw another mighty angel. The earthly angel, the human angel, is on earth. Hallelujah. He's a prophet. He has taken. He has taken. All that the reformers brought. Tie the loose ends. Given them to the church. But that is not the fullness of Christ. Christ has the head. He has the head. And the body. The pyramid. Has its head. It has the capstone. The stone. That the builders rejected. It became the Praise God. This was taken. Amen. That time. 
When the seven angels made Brother Branham, took some Arizona. Arizona. Praise God. They came in the constellation of the, in the shape of a pyramid with a great blast. Praise God. And they, after all that, they took him into themselves up in the air. And they spoke to him. Told him, go back to Jefferson. Go back to your church. For the seven seals are going to be revealed. And then this praise, this image appeared in the Life magazine. It was like this, I think. Either like this or this. In the Life magazine. I have that magazine. And it was announcing a mysterious cloud that appears up in the sky where an ordinary cloud can never find and it shook it shook the scientific world of that time how could that cloud be there? And when Brother Branham looked at the life magazine, the Lord told him, turn it like this. When he turned it, he could see the face of Jesus Christ. He could see the head of Jesus Christ. We don't care what some skeptics are saying. We don't care what the backsliders are saying. We don't care. We believe. We believe. Elijah was sent by God to meet the bride. And what he told us about the cloud is the truth. That is the head of Jesus Christ. That is Revelation 10. Revelation 10. One. Down. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven. Who is that? Oh, hallelujah. The one after that. You put two messages like, Who is that? Who is that? Anyoyo. Hallelujah. Amen. You have the answer. You have the answer. You have the answer. Who is that? Anyoyo. Who is that? Anyoyo. Praise God. Come out and let us Then another one. Look away to Jesus. Don't look at man. Don't look at denomination. Don't look at the world. Don't look at your troubles. Look away to Jesus. He is around. Praise God. Then another one. What is the attraction on the mountain? What is the attraction? The sunset mountain. He said, it is the fulfillment of Revelation 10. One down to seven. And I saw another mighty angel come down from the heaven. That mighty angel is Jesus Christ. And then another message. The invisible union. The invisible union. Between the bride and the bridegroom. Hallelujah. Now that he 
is here, now that he's here, now that he's here, there can be a union. There is an invisible union going on. There is an invisible union going on between the bride and Jesus Christ.
children to the fathers. Because John the Baptist already fulfilled the other part of the hearts of the fathers to the children. Now the person of Malachi 4.5 that remain is turning the hearts of the children to the fathers. Two, he will reveal. Now listen, what turns the mystery, the hearts of the children to the fathers is going back is to go back and teaches us baptism is in Jesus' name. That is how they baptize. Women must not teach. That is what the apostles believe. Women adorn your sons in modest apparel with all faith, shamefacedness and sobriety. Amen. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is like this. It is not the initial evidence of speaking tongues. Tongues is on a gift, but it is a person. And after doing all that, two, two, praise God. Praise God. Now talk about before 1965. I mean, 19, before 1963. That is where part one is. Amen. He will turn the hearts of the children to the fathers. Before 1963. Praise God. All that was covered. The mountain, all has been gone through and missing, you know, lose ends at time. Turning the hearts of the children to the fathers. Then after that too, he will reveal the mysteries of the seventh thunders in Revelation 10. Which are the revelations containing the seventh seal? He reveals them. He reveals. Let me, let me repeat it. Let me emphasize it. Because when you say they are not revealed, and you are a believer of the message, you don't know what you are talking about. You are contradicting this. He will reveal the mysteries of the seven thunders in Revelation 10, which are the revelations contained in the seven seals. It will be this divinely revealed mystery truth that literally turn the hearts of the children to the Pentecostal fathers. This is like turning the children to the fathers twice. But the first one is to turn our mind 
And the second is to literally call us there. Literally calling us there. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. When Moses preached the message of deliverance and restoration to the Jews in Egypt, their hearts went to Canaan. We are going back. Tudayo. We are going back Tudayo. to the land of Abraham. Abraham. Oh, yes. Ewe, I'm going to walk Nenda where Abraham walked. But they had to literally step there. And the means today. To take us literally there is God has sent the seven, the revelation of the seven thunders, which are the mysteries containing the seven seals. Those mysteries have special grace. To literally take us there. Martin Luther's message Martin Luther has some little measure of grace. Wesley's revelation Wesley has some little more measure. Pentecostal revelation has some little measure more, more than Luther and Wesley. But now, this revelation, the revelation of the mysteries contained in seven seals, this revelation of Revelation 10, 1 to 7, has such grace. Has such efficiency. To carry the believer and lift him above every devil of over every flood of the enemy over every temptation over every trial oh hallelujah let satan rage let every gate of hell be broken let it all turn loose upon us. But when the enemy succumbing like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against him. Praise God. Amen. Amen. No, enough devils. The devil is can defeat the bride. Not by power. Not by might. Not by intellectualism. Not by wisdom. Not by a lot of knowledge. But by the spirit of the living God. 
it will literally lift us above the floods of the enemy to our inheritance in the book of Acts that Jesus Christ will come for the Omega Bride that looks exactly like like the Alpha Bride. Praise God! So Simon Peter the servant of Servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ. To them that have obtained. Hallelujah! Like precious faith with us. After 2,000 years, there are people again on earth that have obtained a like precious faith with, with the Peters, with the Pauls, with the Johns. Hallelujah! The Bible says there shall be a day it will be a decimal day. It will not be day. It will not be night. It is a confusing day. That is the day of denominationalism. After the early church. Hallelujah. Amen. Upon this rock. I will build my church. As the gates of hell. Shall not prevail again. After that church. The book of Acts church. There it is followed by a decimal day. It is not. Pure one. It is not pure Jesus. It is not pure Christianity. It is denominationalism mixed with a bit of Christianity. And the missionaries come here and bring something that is not pure. At that small day. But after all that. Zechariah says. But in the evening time. It shall be light. It shall be light again. It shall be light again. It shall be light. I will turn the hearts of the children back to their fathers. It shall be light. And then Simon Peter is addressing this letter to you. Simon Peter is addressing this letter to you, the Omega Bride. Praise God. And said, I, Simon Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, I am writing to you that 
Oh, hallelujah. That have obtained like precious faith with us. With us. At the beginning of the age, we had this faith. We baptize in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. We believe that Jesus is God. We believe the one God. Praise God. We believe Jesus Christ. Christ. He never fails. He's the same yesterday and forever. We believe his name alone can give salvation. His name, we never believed in Trinity. Not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. We believe there is only one name that has been given under heaven to many. And now, I know by the spirit of prophecy that at the end of the age, there are people, there are people who have obtained this like precious faith. Content for the faith which was delivered to the saints. Which were once delivered to the saints. Oh, hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Then he adds. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Grace. And peace be multiplied unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell that to your neighbor. Grace. Peace. Be my pride. Unto you. One time we hosted a Nigerian preacher who taught us a song. He was saying, I am a winner all the time. I am a winner, not a failure. I am a success. I am a winner, not a loser. I am a success, not a failure. I am a winner all the time. Yes, I'm a winner all the time. I'm a success, not a failure. I'm a winner, not a loser. I'm a winner all the time. 
The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Praise God. You are a winner. You are a success. You are not a failure. You are not a sinner. You are a child of God. You are a redeemed son and daughter of God. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. No devil will take me from the house of the Lord. Praise God. Don't allow the devil to tell you that you are not a child of God. Don't allow the devil tell you that you are cast. Don't allow the devil tell you that there is a, a cast following you from your family. Praise God. You are not a member of that family. You are a royal seed of Abraham. Praise God. And the blessings of Abraham are following you. He will multiply you. He will bless you. He will prosper you. He is your bread and exceeding reward. He that curses you will be cursed. He that blesses you will be blessed. You are a blessing, child of God, through the royal seed of Abraham. Praise God, and your seed shall possess the God of every enemy. Amen. You know that devil for a long time. He has wanted you to think that he is so powerful and that you are nothing but you are under defeat. I want to tell you you are free. Praise God. Brother Branham talks about a farmer the God a crow and tied it in his field and after whole day long of bondage came and broke its rope and he told Johnny Crow you are free that Bad had been in bondage for a long time. Until even when he was set free. In its mind. It remains feeling bondage. Suffering from spiritual amnesia. Say free. You're free. It could not fly. It felt and thought it is bound. But the truth is, it was free. Hallelujah. The truth is, the fact 
is it was free so brother sister brother sister i don't care which family you're coming from i don't care what they did and who they are and how defeated they are whether they were wizards whether they were thieves whether they were murderers whether they were dancers but you 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 are free you are free Every curse, you're free. From every bondage, you're free. From every defeat, you're free. From every disease, you are free. Whatsoever the sun sets free, he shall free. Amen. And there is no cast following you. Praise God. The devil. The devil is defeated. Whomsoever the sun sets free. He shall be free indeed. Brother Branham said. You cannot be in the pound song. In the pawn shop, and out of the pawn shop at the same time. The pawn shop, shop is a shop where if you have been put, you put your item as a security and your borrowed money. That when you pay the money, you'll get it out. That is a pound shop. Praise God. So as long as the money has not been paid, as long as the debt has not been paid, that item cannot leave the pound shop. But when the master of the item comes and clears the debt to zero, praise God, that item is free from the pound shop. You cannot be the pound shop and out of the pound shop. Praise Jesus Christ. Jesus paid the debt. Oh, he did not owe. He owed your debt. And he set you free from defeat, from bondage, from sin. Hallelujah. Now you're free. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. You say, I receive it. Let me tell you, friends, this, this letter is directly addressed to Speckled Bird Tabernacle. And 
Era. to every bride church of this age you see why he say those who have obtained he is congratulating them Hallelujah. Amen. It is a treasure that had been lost. And now he's congratulating you for obtaining that late precious faith. Congratulations. There are people almost everywhere whose hands are of flame. With cleanse them clean. It is body now within my heart. Oh, glory to his name. I'm so glad that I can say that one of them Though these people may not love it, no personal love, they have all received the burden, baptized in Jesus' name, and are telling now, but finally, his power is yet the same. I'm so glad that I can say, I am one of them. Praise God. Congratulations. Thank God. The veil has been ripped again. Thank God. Denominational rivers. For 2,000 years. Blocked the Holy Ghost. Blocked. Block the Holy Ghost. But Brother Bram said, the revealing of the seven seals. Praise God. It opened. Hallelujah. It opened the roadblock. That the Holy Ghost could come to the church again. The way. The way it was on the door Pentecost. Grace and peace. Be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. I marvel at God. God knows how to tease the devil. God. God. He knows how to tease the devil. And he leaves the devil and he rages around 
What shall he do to me? Jesus is with me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Amen. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and goodness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and to virtue. Given all things Yes. Yeah. All things means all things. Unto life and unto godliness. Blessings are yours. Healing is yours. Divine provision is yours. Prosperity is yours. Amen. Amen. All things. Wisdom, knowledge. Power. Amen. Amen. The character of Jesus Christ. The virtue. Godliness. All things. Through the knowledge of him that has called us to, to glory and virtue. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Uh -huh. Given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. He's not writing these to sinners. He's writing these words to those who have escaped the corruption that is ruling in the world. Amen. Amen. The dressing, immoral dressing. Amen. Amen. The vulgar music. Music omuchafu. The vulgar music. Music omuchafu. Some of it so called 
Christian music. Some of it called gospel music. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Boogie woogie. Putting some, sprinkling it with some. Few Christian words. And they call it Christian music. Worldly. But you. You have escaped. You don't struggle not to wear a mini. You don't like it. You can't afford it. You can't afford it. Even if you are paid to do it. You can't afford to wear a mini. You can't afford to wear a tight. A skin tight cloth. You can't. It's a, it's a, it's a big shame. That you can't afford. Why? God has changed your nature. You have escaped. When we preach this gospel, they're just laws, laws, and laws. They look at them as laws. But David says, the laws of the Lord are so sweet. The laws of the Lord rejoice my heart. They are so sweet. To those who have escaped, you don't struggle not to drink. There is nothing in you that can drink. You don't struggle not to go to a disco. That is a data place for you. There is a drinking place and a dancing place somewhere in Mutundwe. It is called Village Idiots. And people go there to the Village Idiots. They are blind. Anzenwa means Dark Angel. Then obsessions, obsessions. They are obsessed. Bam, And where am you going? Where are you going? I'm going for partying in Anzinwa. I'm going to partying in village idiots. Bawambe. They are captives. But you, even if they take you there and lock you, you will struggle and fight until they bring you out. You are being suffocated by whatever is going on there. 
Why? You have escaped. You have escaped the corruption. Even if they got you and applied some lipstick and some makeup on you, you will scream until they wash it away. You run to the, to the bathroom. You cannot have peace when that idiotic look is on you. Why? Because you have escaped the corruption that is in the world. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. Now you're going to begin building a temple. It is not enough to be saved. It is not enough to escape the corruption that is in the world. It is not enough. Amen. It is not enough. To obtain the leg precious faith. Be baptized in Jesus' name. Believe all the doctrine of the apostles. Have the correct doctrine. It is not enough. But now. You are going to start building. God is dwelling temple. Upon your faith, and virtue. Hallelujah. Amen. See the world. We've escaped that now. He's, a, he's addressing this to the church. That's why we are here this morning. Is to find out what is the way. What is God's requirement. There is not a person in here that loves God. But wants to become more like Christ. Now it's laid out here. Every Christian. I'm, a vet, I'm an old veteran. Look at brother and sister kid here. They're probably the oldest in the building, but if I if I'd ask them, what is your heart's desire? It would be closer to God. When you learn of Christ. There is something about him that is so loving. You just try to get right into him. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord.
Isn't that true? Agosima zima. Yes. Having escaped that corruption that is in the world through lives escaped it. Who is it to? It's to the church. Them who are in Christ has been exalted above the things. Amen. Amen. Not a, he exalted himself, but Christ brought him up. Ah, do you have a such a testimony? Christ has helped me to overcome this. Christ has taken this from me. I am not what I used to be. Amen. Amen. He said to my colored brethren and sisters who are present this morning, I don't mean this through any harm. But was in a meeting some time ago. I don't know whether I ever said it in the tabernacle. I just told it many places. There was a colored sister said, Can I have a testimony? Or testify? Suddenly, sister, go right ahead. She said, I went to make this testimony for the glory of God. She she said, said, you know, I end what I ought to be. And she said, I end what I want to be. But, she she said, one thing sure, I end what I used to be. She had come from somewhere. How many can say such a testimony? He brought you out of the marriage. You have escaped the corruption. You may say, I'm not what I ain't. I am I ain't not what I ought to be. I ain't what I ought to be. I ain't what I want to be. But one thing sure, what I am today is not what I used to be. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Praise be the name of the Lord. Has escaped. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So today, we are going to try to take that key to unlock the way to become a vacuous Christian in the Tetra That and be a living tabernacle for the living God to dwell in. Remember, God reveals himself in three ways. First time he revealed himself in a pillow of fire, that was called the Father the fatherhood. Then that same God made manifested in Jesus Christ which he built 
bodies, made his body. Thirdly, through the death of that body, he sanctified a church that he can dwell in. It was God above us, God with us, God in us, the same God. Praise God. Amen, the same God. So this subject of the stature of a perfect man is what helps us to build a tabernacle that God dwells in. What is the tabernacle now? A body. God tabernacling in a body. God wants up high. Once, once, once up high, when he came down on the mountain, even if a bullock or a cow touched that mountain, must be killed. God is holy. Amen. In other words, that God who was so Amen. So scaring. So fierce. So awesome. So holy. Amen. Amen. That same God. That when he covered the mountain. Nobody could approach it. Even if it's an animal. If that animal. It died. That God has chosen to dwell in you. Hallelujah. Amen. You are his insulator. His insulator. Like a live wire is covered by a rubber material. Amen. Amen. So that you can touch it. And it doesn't hurt you. Yet inside, there is such a power that can kill. So, your God is insulator. He's in you. That same God. When he covered the mountain, nobody could approach. Even animal touched it, it died. But that same presence, that same God, he comes and he tabernacles himself in a human being. Christ in you, the hope of glory. You are his tabernacle. God wants up high. Where he came down on the mountain. Okay. Okay. Last evening, when those angels covered their faces, holy seraphims with holy faces don't even know what sin means. And they have to cover 
their face in the presence of God cover their feet in humility that is Isaiah 6 now holy God could not undone sin so nothing could take the mark the mountain where God was. Then God was made flesh and dwelt among us in the form of Jesus Christ, his son, his creation. Then the son gave his life and the blood cell of God was broken that the life might come out of the blood to us. Through that blood, we are cleansed. And now our blood, and now our blood, our life, which came by living through sexual desire, brought our life into the world. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us, changes our nature by sending upon us the Holy Spirit. Then we become into the divine nature of God. Then we become a dwelling place for God. Jesus said, at that day you will know that I am in the Father and the Father in me and I in you and you in me. You see when you read the such scriptures you can read it absent-minded you can read it dozing but they are very powerful. God to be in you. God in you. The Bible said that is a mystery that was hid throughout the ages that God will dwell among his people. Christ in you the hope of glory. Praise be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Know how that, you know, God, that awesome, that holy God. Amen. Amen. But he prepares a body. No wonder we sing amazing grace. What a mystery. That he picks a sinner. Coming to the world. With a sinful, fallen nature. But through the blood of Jesus, He cleanses you. And then He comes and dwells in you. And God. Katonda. And Mumphy himself in his children. He he makes himself and pours himself. He can nonsense himself. Amen. Amen. There is no English word that can bring it perfectly. God poured himself into. But the Greek word says he cannot. Meaning he 
Not like powering out to another. But the whole body. And into his son. And then now into his church. Into you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Amen. Amen. Know how that God is in his church. Know how that God is in his church. The church is now supposed to be taking the place of Christ. Carrying on his ministry. He that believeth on me. The works that I do. Shall he also. Get a little while. And the world seeth me no more. Ye shall see me. I be with you. And even in you. To the end of the world. Amen. Amen. So, so brothers and sisters, here we are now, upon your faith, add virtue. I'm just going to talk about faith, very few minutes, then we close the service. So you see, on my chart here, can you reflect that chart? I got the very foundation. Faith is the foundation all of it. For without faith, now we are beginning to build. Faith. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What is sin? And belief. There is only two elements that controls the human being. That is either doubt or faith. One or the other. You are supposed, you are possessed of one that, that dominates your life. That depends on how much faith you have. How high you can rise. Amen. But first, it's got to be faith. Let me say, give me the original. Give me the original. That is a hybrid. It has added it's okay, but I want the original chart. Amen. Therefore, when you say faith is the substance of things hoped for, it's you already have it when you have faith. Because it's revealed to you. So that is the interpretation of the scripture that says faith is the substance of things of that one is not clear. Can you see those words? Oh man. 
Mdiko ni wawewe mdiko na jana mgame chokungo lizuki. Can't we improve that thing so that it reflects exactly like here? Mkwatia screen yuvulu nyo wegendeza. Mwanaja muka waya nge chifara nchafechibula. Mwa wegendeza. Faith. Kukiriza. Upon your faith. Kukiriza. Add virtue. That was, that's what Apostle Peter has told us. And upon your virtue and knowledge, upon your knowledge and temperance, upon your temperance and patience, upon your patience and goldness, upon your goldness and brother kindness, then the Holy Spirit, then the capstone, the headstone, this is Jesus Christ, this is love. To the seven church ages, this is seven seals revealed. This is third pool, the coming of the word. This is seven thunders, capping the, 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 the pyramid. This is the 1963 you are talking about. This so when someone said he doesn't need this he's a liar but he only needs this this cannot be without this this comes on top of this this comes to those who have this this came in Ephesus the, then virtue Shemina, Pagamos, Philadelphia, then the messenger of Laodicea, Laodicea, he ties the loose ends of all this, asiba, brings it to the church in a perfect form, and then Christ the messenger Christ comes down, wansi, the mighty angel, mukuru, the fullness, obujuvu. the revelation of all the hidden mysteries, this was the instrument here that was used oh, no. in this age. Was Paul. Paul. Then Irenaeus Martin Columba. Then Elijah. Elijah is the messenger of Laodicea. Then Christ. Amen. Amen. Then Christ. Then he says, after revealing the seven seals, in Revelation 5, the book is sealed. Then he reveals it, comes down with it. And the seventh angel, this is Elijah, is on earth. At the time when this one is coming, then this one comes and caps the whole work, the whole revelation of Jesus Christ from down to top. And now Christ is here. The seventh, he's the one who revealed, the, he said, you know, I'm avoiding to quote all these quotations. He said he's the one who revealed the seven seals. And he is the seven seals. 
And then he says, the revealed word is your husband. And the husband is the head of the body. So the headstone is here. But now, there is a manifestation of it. Now, the individual also, the individual, after, after you have escaped, after you have obtained the like precious faith with them, after you have escaped the corruption the corruption that is in the world women putting on trousers and things and they think they are smart they think they look good that is corruption the children of God don't dress like that. Those are children of Moab. Those are Babylonians. Not daughters of Abraham. The Pentecostals. They are in, they are swallowed in their corruption. Swallowed in, swallowed in the corruption because they denied the Lord to give them the incorruptible the incorruptible seed so they are caught by the corruption that is in the world through lust. The Bible says foolish women. But after you have escaped, then add. Foolish women. Let me say a scripture. Thank you very much, brother. Please, gentlemen. Second Timothy chapter three. This know also that in the last days, various times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous. This is Rodesha now. Uh -huh, there shall, shall be covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, and thankful and holy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false choosers, incontinent, fierce, despised of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of goldness and denying the power, their role, they have the form of goldness. They call themselves Pentecostals, they call themselves saved. Having a form. Having a form. 
having a form of goldness but denying the power thereof from Satan away. For of, of this sort are they which creep into houses preaching door to door and lead captive, captive silly women laden with sins laid away with diverse lusts ever learning and never come to the knowledge of the truth being saved for 20 years and she's still painting her, her face. She's still putting on trousers. An old woman. Leave alone a young one. Should not do that. We find an old woman. Pastor's wife. No respect to her body. For the for of this sort are they which creep into houses. These modern preachers. Modern Pentecostal preachers. They take advantage. Of the silly women. Laden with sins. Laid away with diverse lusts. But for you, you have escaped the lust. corruption in the other world. lust. You have escaped. But these ones, they are still bound there. And these preachers, instead of bringing the gospel to set them free, from that, they encourage them to paint themselves like and to dress in mini skirts and trousers and all those immoral dresses singing the choir dancing Ndomboro. So here the word has been revealed friends. When the Bible says for this sort are they which creep here put your Pentecostal pastor. Put his name here. Put him. Put the name of your Pentecostal pastor. He's being exposed. Who allows women in miniskirts and painted face have met people they are bound in those denominations they know the things that are happening there are corruption you wonder why they don't come out 
They say they go to worship. You sit here. And a girl sits here. And she's putting on a mini. And her dresses pulls up to here. And another one to here. And you try to concentrate. And you can't concentrate. Why can't the pastor rebuke that? Why don't we have it here? We don't put policemen for certain people to enter. No, we preach the word. And the word converts people. Changes their nature. They escape the corruption. Yes. Get that pastor the gospel he preaches is no good. It is captivity itself to take captives silly women laden by diverse lusts. Take them behind her pulling tithe and offerings and so seed, so seed. And that's all he cares about. But now you having escaped the corruption. Add to your faith. Virtue. Amen. Let me tell you. Let us preach this gospel loud and clear. Let the people stay in their bondage. Because of their disobedience. And they'll have no excuse that they didn't hear. Because there is nothing that is hidden. The wrong things are seen openly. You cannot be saved. And sister is still putting on trousers. And you're still putting on mini skirts. It's impossible. And you're still painting yourself up. You're looking for beauty. Huh? What chemicals? Beauty that comes from chemicals. Manufactured beauty. And those chemicals are infiltrating your body. And you say you're saved, impossible. It's impossible. Now let people hear these things and let them just refuse so that they'll have no excuse.
add faith. Faith believes God's word. Now listen. Today preaching is hard. It's hard to finish. Forgive me. It's coming to two. Now, bear with me in like uh, in like ten minutes. It's ten minutes to two. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. You know that is a scripture in Hebrews eleven. Now this is what it means. When it says faith is the substance of things hoped for. It means or you already have it when you have faith. When you have faith, you already have what you are looking for. If you are looking for a child, when you have faith, you already have the child. When Abraham had faith Abraham for a son, he already had the son and he could even testify that he is a father of nations. If you are seeking for healing and you grab faith, no kiriza. You, you, you obtain faith. No funo kukiriza. Already you are healed. You can remain with pain. It doesn't matter how long. But once you have faith, you are healed. The symptoms mean nothing. They are lying vanity. It is the evidence of things not seen. Therefore, when you say, Brother Branham, I believe that God is a healer. Well, if you believe that, and accept him as your healer, and not lying, but actually believing that by his stripes you are healed, there is nothing going to turn you from it. It is a settled thing. Now you might have hope, just keep dodging and this and dodging to that. But when you got faith, you know it because it's the evidence. You've, you've already got it. Amen. How many, how many, anybody ever hear Oro Roberts this morning when he was preaching this morning? Oro Roberts. I heard him say something or the other about that there was a faith that uh, of deliverance, praying for a prayer of faith of deliverance. He said, make your contact by touching radio. Make your contact by, by touching something. 
The man who that so that, so that it would give the people something that they could put their hands on. Something like you say, I got it now. Because he told me that my radio, I got See, now, that's alright. But now, real Genuine faith doesn't have to touch none of that stuff. Now, I'm not condemning Brother Oro. He's doing a great work and a godly man. I sure think a lot, a lot of Oro Roberts too. Too bad we ain't got more of them. But what I'm trying to say that faith doesn't need anything. Faith believes God is world. For faith comes by touching no. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That anchors it. It's there. And faith listen. When God speaks his word, it's enough. He spoke it. He spoke it in the Bible. It's enough. That settles it. By his stripes were healed. It settled it. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible is God's word. And once it is revealed to you, what he said, it is finished. Amen. Amen. That little baby the other day, the mother that sees the kid and we're talking about her, the little baby with the bowels out and opening the... Okay, let me, let me leave that one. Amen. Uh, here, the Roman went to meet, out to meet Jesus. And he said, I'm not worthy that you come under my roof. I'm not I don't count myself that way. But say, my son is very sick. And you, should, you just speak the word. My son will live. What was it? Distance made no difference. Because God is omnipotent. He's omnipresent. God is omnipotent. And everywhere God is, omnipotence is there. And God being omnipotent, that makes God everywhere. All over. See, God is just a great, uh, great, as great in German, in Switzerland, and down in Africa, right, right this minute. As he is right here. Oh, there you are. So he said, I'm not worthy. But you come to my roof. Where was it? It was that Roman's faith. He believed it. And Jesus said, Go your way. Your son lived. And he took out two days' journey. And the next day, before he got home, he met some of his servants coming and they said they son liveth. And the Roman was so thrilled until he said, what time of the day did he start getting better? What part of the day? He said about the 11th hour he began to amend. And the Roman knew that it was there very time that Jesus said that son liveth. And he Amen. Amen. Omnipresent, omnipotent, 
That's God. So, amen. And when they make a phone call and say, pray, that contact and your faith brings God is the thing that brings the prayer and God together on the scene, prayer, faith changes them from here to, to here to bring it together. Speak the word. All I want you to do is say the word and everything is alright. He didn't have uh, just say the word. Why? God is omnipresent. All powerful. He is just a powerful. Beneath the, uh, the world as is on top of the world. And he is on Either side, he's God. And the only thing you have to do is just speak the word. Now faith does the race of it. Faith does the race. So you must have faith for a foundation of Christianity. All you are, all you ever be is based upon faith in the word. That's the reason I believe the word. See, I can't put my faith on nothing else. If I was going to put it on the church, which church would I put it on? Catholic, Lutheran, Methodist, Baptist, where would I put it on? I don't know. They all crop. They all scrapper ah, and everything else, twist lines, everything else. But when I put my faith in his word, it's anchored. Nobody interpret it. Here it is, that say the Lord. Then I believe there is the basis. Let's stop there. Hallelujah. Amen. Upon your faith, then add and add. Praise God. Come out and We have just touched one virtue. Brother Branham said, If God told me, Abraham Lincoln is going to raise from the dead, I will call the whole world to come and, and witness him. So if God says in his word, whatever he says, brother, sister, brother, sister, believe it. That settles it. Amen. Amen. The word of God is the unchangeable thing. It is ever settled in heaven. Heaven will pass away. But my word will never pass away. The word of God can never fail. God cannot fail his word. Praise God. On Christ the solid rope we On the word of God we stand. Whatever God says we trust that. Praise God. Come out and there is a way. The Bible is like a chain. Bible Like uh, below you there is uh, an ocean. There is a lake. And there are crocodiles. And you're holding on a, on, on a chain. Hanging above that trouble. And if any chain broke out of that, if any link broke from that chain, down you are going. So the Bible, we must believe it that way. Every scripture, 
Nothing, it should not break. No scripture should break from your faith, from your belief. If the denomination said, no, 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 that was for the, that was for the Jews. It's a lie. Whatever the Bible, the scripture tells us. Recently I was chatting with a with a Pentecostal pastors in a group and a WhatsApp group. WhatsApp group. And one had stood, one woman stood for being that they should vote her to be the overseer of overseer. And said, Vote me. She put the poster. Vote me for unity. For revival. For, 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 for prosperity. How are you going to bring it? Then I asked them, Brethren, honestly, where in the world, where in the scriptures, you find a woman being ahead of the church? She's asking to be voted overseer. So one loved <laughs> so you so man of God, you don't believe in a woman. I gave the scriptures. So in the light of this scripture, I suffer not a woman to teach nor to assert authority. Over the man. Where you find her now. I gave another scripture. If a man desires the, uh, the work of a bishop, there is a good work. The bishop must be blameless. Uh, should be a husband of one wife. Then where are the qualifications for a woman? Then now he, saw, he, he thought there is no way he can do that. There is one who directly engaged me, others kept quiet. He says, so you mean, you mean for you, your wife doesn't cut hair? Uh, so you mean your wife doesn't... Uh, you mean your wife covers her head? Because the scripture says she must not worship with her uncovered head. I said, yes, my wife doesn't worship with an uncovered head. The scripture, that's what the scripture says. Her hair was given her for a covering. Therefore, no shepherd touches my wife's head. So in other words, you see, he sees this scripture. He wants now he brings another one to show as if there are scriptures which are vague and irrelevant. Those are people trying to take the to take you to take the church away from bill, from faith in God's work. That Eating, eating the fruit of faith from the bridegroom. Say the Bible was, has been interpreted so many times. So which one can you trust? And you know that, that was that was Jewish tradition. That was for the Jews. Yes, that woman told me when it comes for women not to be tip preachers. It was for women, for Jews. I said, Jews? Said so the scripture I've shown you is uh, in Corinthians. Chapter 1, verse 
Corinthians were all Jews. And another one here is Timothy. Timothy. Timothy was a pastor of the Ephesian church. And that was Gentiles. Now, if you are sending all scriptures away to the Jews, to this, to this. now show me what was written for Kampala people. For Ugandans. So in other words, you are dismissing the Bible. They don't want to the Bible. But for us, we believe the Bible is God's constitution. The Bible is a constitution. We shall be judged by the Bible. And we don't allow any link to break from this chain. Our lives are holding and tied on the word of God. Amen. Amen.